Good morning, everyone. Recently, Jason and I, we were needing to make a decision and struggling with clarity and peace on how to move forward. And I recalled that in my personal devotions, I had been reading James and in chapter three, verses 13 through 18, James gives attributes of wisdom or the fruit of what godly wisdom looks like, wisdom from above. And so we opened the Bible and we started reading through the um, scriptures and lining up the words that James used to describe wisdom. Some of the words are impartial, sincere, gentle, open to reason. And we started lining that up with the decision that we were having to make. And through prayer and using wisdom as a roadmap, we were able to come to a clear and peaceful um, decision on what we were supposed to do. So today, because it's August 1st, we're going to be reading um, in the book of Proverbs chapter 1. And I'm going to be focusing on verse 7, but I'd like to read a little bit more just for context. And I like to read scriptures that are around the verses I'm, I'm sharing on. So Proverbs 1, I'm going to read verses 1 through 7. Then I'm going to skip and go to verses 20 through 33, the end of the chapter. Read along with me. Proverbs 1, the Proverbs of Solomon son of David, king of Israel, to know wisdom and instruction, to understand words of insight, to receive instruction in wise dealing, in righteousness, justice, and equity, to give prudence to the simple, knowledge and discretion to the youth. Let the wise hear and increase in learning, and the one who understands obtain guidance, to understand a proverb and a saying, the words of the wise and their riddles. Verse 7, the verse we're focusing on today. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. Fools despise wisdom and instruction. Jumping to verse 20. Wisdom cries aloud in the street. In the markets, she raises her voice. At the head of the noisy streets, she cries out. At the entrance of the city gates, she speaks. How long, O simple ones, will you love being simple? How long will scoffers delight in their scoffing and fools hate knowledge? If you turn at my reproof, behold, I will pour out my spirit to you. I will make my words known to you. Because I have called and you refuse to listen, have stretched out my hand and no one has heeded. Because you have ignored all my counsel and would have none of my reproof. I also will laugh at your calamity. I will mock when terror strikes you. When terror strikes you like a storm, and your calamity comes like a whirlwind, when distress and anguish come upon you. Then they will call upon me, but I will not answer. They will seek me diligently, but will not find me, because they hated knowledge and did not choose the fear of the Lord, would have none of my counsel, and despised all my reproof. Therefore they shall eat the fruit of their way, and have their fill of their own devices. For the simple are killed by their turning away, and the complacency of fools destroys them. But whoever listens to me will dwell secure and will be at ease without dread of disaster. This is the word of the Lord. So verse seven, um, I want to first start off by defining what fear is. And fear in our English language is often more of like an afraid or a, a terror. Um, growing up, sometimes I would see God in terror or feel like a shame in approaching him, um, just thinking he was 
looking at my wrongdoings or waiting for me to do something either willfully or, or not willfully wrong and to punish me. But this fear is not um, a shame-filled or terror-filled experience. It is um, more of like reverence, the reverence of the Lord as the beginning of wisdom or the worship or wonder of the Lord. And so these emotions or these um, words of description we kind of more invite us in instead of like shrinking back and kind of feeling fear-filled and terror-filled or shame-filled. Um, this invites us in to a relationship with the Father. And when I think of awe or a story that reminds me of that, um, a couple years ago, Jason and I were camping outside of Big Bend National Park and we were finishing up, setting up camp. We were tired, smelly, exhausted. And all of a sudden the sky just starts erupting in this display of color. And we stopped what we were doing and we just stood and we just stared um, in awe and wonder at the beauty that was like transpiring around us. Like it was just kept changing and kept moving colors. And um, in the middle of this barren, desolate place was this beauty that caused us to stand in awe and wonder. Um, it brought tears to my eyes and just, we, we didn't even have words to, to speak. Um, and so when I think of this, I, in my relationship with the father, I think of him inviting me, um, causing me to kind of pause and to see who he is. And that's where my knowledge comes from. When I have a correct view of who God is, his grandeur, his justice, his mercy, his greatness, um, and yet he created us in his image as his children and invites us into a relationship with him. And this worship reverent relationship that I have with the father, it does, it causes us to bow and worship him. And this is where our knowledge comes from. But not only do we need knowledge, we need to know how to apply this knowledge. And that's what where wisdom comes in. Wisdom is the application of the knowledge that we have. I work with architects and designers every day, and they are very knowledgeable. They're knowledgeable about uh, construction and buildings, materials, the landscape. But I've also had, I've also got to see them work with clients and teams and learning how to navigate the knowledge they have in a skillful way is wisdom. And for us to know how to apply our knowledge that we gain is godly, skillful wisdom and having this wisdom that is open to learning. The opposite of wisdom is foolishness. And the ending of our verse says, fools despise wisdom and instruction. They have no time for it. But if we are desiring godly wisdom, then we must open ourselves up for correction. Let's go to verse 23 in the call of wisdom. It says, if you turn at my reproof, Behold, I will pour out my spirit to you. I will make my words known to you. We don't like the idea of reproof or correction most times in our lives. But if we desire this godly wisdom that Proverbs is speaking of, then we must have a heart of meekness, of gentleness, of openness to learning and being corrected and growing. And so that we can bring the knowledge that we have and put it into skillful, godly wisdom that lives out um, in the world around us and in our lives. 
some applications that I have for you to end this and to apply it personally to your lives. If you're lacking wisdom and knowledge, start by worship. And worship can be, um, doesn't have to just be singing. It can be working with your hands. It can be walking through nature. It can be doing your household chores. It can be um, the job that you do every day can be out of a place of worship and reverence of who the Lord is. Allow him to invite you into a relationship with him that is worshipful. And then if you need specific, what does wisdom look like? I need wisdom for an aspect in my life, a decision or an area in my life where I'm really struggling. What would wisdom look like? I encourage you to read James 3 verses 13 through 18 and to look at what does James say are the the attributes of wisdom and apply those to your life. Thank you. Let's pray. Father, I thank you for this day. I thank you that you are the beginning of our knowledge and our wisdom, that you invite us into a relationship with you, that you are worthy of our worship and our reverence. I pray that whoever's listening today, that they would be able to accept that invitation from you and be invited into um, a relationship with you that brings about knowledge and then to be able to apply that knowledge in their lives through skillful wisdom, through wisdom that comes from you. Speak to their hearts, Father, if they are needing wisdom in their lives in whatever capacity that looks like, that we would look to you as our source and that you would just continue leading us through the roadmap of wisdom that you give us. We thank you, Heavenly Father, for this day. We pray this all in your name. Amen.